This is a dream come true for me. I have had years of enthusiasm for doing this exact thing, reading my own first book. There's a very big difference between writing these words and speaking them aloud to virtual strangers. <laughs> I know all these difficult words. Accompanying, accompanying, accompanying does not roll off the tongue for me. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet professor and sleep researcher Dr. Sarah Mednick, journalist and writer Tracy Clark Flory, and functional medicine practitioner Dr. Will Cole. Learn how taking the right nap at the right time can change your life, journey into the heart of desire, and discover how healthy fasting can become an intuitive pleasure and not a dietary punishment. Plus, go behind the mic to hear what it was like for each of these authors to record their audiobooks. Enjoy. Hi, this is Sarah Mednick, author of Take a Nap, Change Your Life. I wrote my book because I was finishing graduate school and my research on napping was the first of its kind. No one had really been doing nap research like that to show that there was such a powerful effect of napping on cognition. And I was doing so many media interviews that it seemed like I had opened a Pandora's box of need and interest and excitement around napping. And then a friend of mine, Mark Ehrman, who was writing for L.A. Style and all sorts of kind of pop magazines, said, you know, with all this media attention, you should write a book about it and just share your knowledge. And because I was an upstart, just newly minted PhD, and I had just gotten my postdoc at the Salk Institute, and I thought I could do anything, I decided to write my book on the weekends with my friend Mark. So it took us about a year, and it was great. It was a great experience. So if I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be enthusiasm. This is a dream come true for me. I have had years of enthusiasm for doing this exact thing, reading my own first book. And so I'm super excited to work with Beth Hicks and everyone here at the clubhouse. And it's just been a wonderful experience. I realized I had trouble pronouncing the word inalienable, especially if you try to say it quickly in a sentence. The thing I'm most excited for people to hear and use in the audiobook that is, I guess I would say, much better in an audio version is the progressive muscle relaxation exercise that is in the book now. This is something that we've used in my lab, and we've shown that actually increases slow-wave sleep minutes in a nap by about 10 to 20 minutes. So it, it's a huge effect, and it really does bring on deep sleep. So I'm really excited now that people can use this audiobook version to help them get into their nap or even, you know, obviously use it also for nocturnal sleep. My dream narrator is... 
Jim Dale, who is reading the Harry Potter books, because my children are 11 and 6, and basically the only books I'm allowed to listen to on Audible these days are those by Jim Dale, and I'm just so astonished by his skill. But I've also really enjoyed many other narrators, and I really enjoyed Claire Danes as well. She read The Handmaid's Tale, and I thought she did an amazing job. I listened to many audiobooks, but the one that was the most surprisingly engaging was a massive three-volume set of Eleanor Roosevelt's Life by Blanche Wiesencook. So I highly recommend that one. You wouldn't believe that one person's life could keep you coming back for, it's like 90 hours of listening. I listen to audiobooks in my car. I've never lived within 100 miles of my job, <laughs> sadly. I live in San Diego, and I either was working at UC Riverside or UC Irvine, and they're exactly an hour and 15 minutes away from my home. So I get to listen to a lot of books that way. And now, hear Dr. Sarah Mednick read a clip from her audiobook. Imagine yourself in a perfect world. Your mood is positive. Your brain is operating at maximum efficiency. Your body feels healthy, energetic, and agile. You have enough time to complete all the tasks at hand and still enjoy the company of family and friends. Every one of your goals is attainable. In this wonderful land of your imagination, you enjoy a well-balanced diet, get enough exercise, breathe clean air, and spend quality time with friends and family. What you aren't doing is walking around tired, right? So ask yourself, if I inhabited such a place, how much would I sleep? Stumped? You're not alone. Hi, this is Tracy Clark Flory, author of Want Me, A Sex Writer's Journey into the Heart of Desire. I wrote my book because I had to. I wrote my book because I've wanted to write a version of this book for at least a decade, and it was something that I felt I had to get out on paper. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, I would say that I couldn't. I would say that it made the fact that this book will be published feel very real because there's a very big difference between sitting alone at your computer and writing these words and speaking them aloud to virtual strangers <laughs> who are listening in, it makes it very real that all sorts of strangers are going to be reading these words and listening to these words. I realized I had trouble pronouncing Camille Paglia, which I was saying Camille Paglia, as well as Ariel Levy, which I used to say Ariel Levy. I've been saying that wrong for over a decade. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Sally Rooney's Normal People. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks would be in my car while driving around to and from picking my kid up from school 
while cooking dinner in the kitchen, while on my makeshift stationary bike setup that I've been using a lot during the pandemic. And now, hear Tracy Clark Flory read a clip from her audiobook. I like to say that I was raised in Berkeley, California, by a pair of pot-smoking hippies. This is factually true, but it gives the wrong impression. Tie-dyed shirts, Birkenstocks, unwashed hair, co-ops, free love. Berkeley in the 60s, basically. The identity to which the city still so desperately clings. This creates an easy shorthand for a childhood lived outside the norm. But the abnormal aspects of my childhood can't be summarized by such a cliché. Hi, this is Dr. Will Cole, author of Intuitive Fasting. I wrote this book because it's born out of my clinical experience. I started one of the first functional medicine telehealth centers in the world over a decade ago. So for the past decade plus, 10 hours a day, I'm talking to people via webcam and about all the stuff that I'm writing about in the book. So it's a flexible intermittent fasting plan to, as its name implies, to gain intuition, intuitive fasting. It's a play on words and it's a paradox on one level. I mean, how could fasting be intuitive? But when people gain metabolic flexibility, and what I mean by that is able to burn fat and burn sugar for fuel, you can actually hear that still small voice of your intuition. When you're metabolically inflexible, is it intuition or hangriness? Is it intuition or hormone imbalance? Is it intuition or inflammation? All that stuff is proverbial noise on a physiological level. So it's really hard to discern what your intuition is actually telling you. So I want people to actually hear that resolute voice of their intuition and have food peace, which is the end goal of the book. So it's a food and fasting plan to gain metabolic flexibility. So I was inspired just by my patients, really. It was just inspired by people that are struggling with health issues. And I wanted to give this information that I see on an hourly basis to give people the tools that they need to reclaim their health. And I wanted to share it with the world. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be special. It's special. It's special as a writer and an educator to be able to put it all in paper, but I'm always in my head when I'm, when I'm writing these things, so I don't get to talk it out very often. So it was like I read books to my kids at night, only I'm reading a really long book for adults. <laughs> I know all these difficult words. Accompanying, accompanying, accompanying. Accompanying does not roll off the tongue for me. This is my heart. The words in this book is my heart with my patients. So it's stuff that I get to share one-on-one when I'm consulting people online. So it's really cool to like share it with more people in a different medium. So all of it, I'm very proud of the whole book. And this is my third book. So honestly, it's my best one yet, I think, and how it's put together and the way it's communicated. I think it worked out beautifully. If I wasn't reading it, Gwyneth Paltrow, who does intuitive fasting, she wrote the foreword of this book, that would be kind of cool. But if a guy did it, I think Barack Obama, that'd be kind of cool if he could do my audiobook. So if he's available, maybe next time. The last audiobook that I listened to that I love was Brene Brown. I forget what book it was of her, but I've read all her books, but I listened to an audiobook of one of her books, and she reads her books in such a conversational way that is just like talking to her. So it's really cool. And she's super sweet. 
My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is my car. Normally, I guess it's my car. I don't have a long ride to my functional medicine clinic, but I do listen to audiobooks on the way to and from the clinic and when I'm traveling too. I listen to it on airplanes a lot. And I actually do a lot of my writing on airplanes as well. And sometimes audiobooks inspires me to communicate things in a certain way. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook, Intuitive Fasting. If you hear the words intermittent fasting and a mental image of someone sipping water and looking miserable and hungry emerge in your mind, I get it. Intermittent fasting has developed a reputation as extreme and overly restrictive. It's often criticized as a way to prop up a damaging diet culture that is obsessed with weight loss and chasing the perfect body. The notion of not eating can trigger pre-existing negative thoughts and habits, and in some cases, following strict dietary rules or fasting can be self-punishment disguised as a wellness practice. It's easy to assume that fasting is just another form of restrictive dieting. But here's the honest truth. Real intermittent fasting isn't about punishment, calorie restriction, or restriction at all. In fact, these things are the antithesis of the concepts presented in intuitive fasting. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.